Welcome back to Two Percent with Tommy and LJ, where two percent of my body is not covered in bacteria. And I'll let you guess where. Get it? Because that means I don't know. Discovering people's bodies very important. Today we're coming at you live. No, we're not. It's not live. Don't. I don't want to fool the innocent listener. It's live for us. It's live for us. Because it's happening right now to us. Yeah. But when any any time listening to this, even if we just played back what we just heard, it would still be not, not live. live. Yeah. True. 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 So coming to you live from a desert right now, desert wasteland near Route 66. Mm-hmm. This is a very busy area. This is where they shot cars, actually. I don't know if you know that. They really brought um, Owen Wilson in for the mocap mm-hmm. yep, sure. on Route 66. Let's just get right into the meat and potatoes today, guys. There's something that I know you've all been waiting for. We've missed the past couple of recordings doing this. But it's a tradition we care about and one that we want to bring back. So let's hear today's quote of the week quotation all right. marks all right the quote today is choose your adventure adult tickets are for ages 13 to 61 and child slash senior tickets are for ages 2 to 12 or 62 plus thank all right you. thank you and i'll leave it to you to figure out uh where that quote comes from and if you do you send it you send to you tell us where that comes from we'll send you a shirt with our logo on it yeah because we have those. Remember, guys, buy our merch. Buy our merch. Definitely. Definitely. We should make merch. Should we make merch? But not with a logo. It should be like an obscure reference. Not like a text. To something we've said, like yeah. in the podcast. Yeah. What, which, <clears throat> what things, okay, what things have we said in the podcast that you think are referenceable enough that they're like funny for people who know? But they're obscure enough. Well, here's the thing. I've thought, I've often thought about buying like merch from like an online creator, right? Okay. Like, I, thought, I do that quite I've often. I've thought as well. about it somewhat frequently, and every time I go, I'm like, here's the thing. This is is this going to be to the point where it's something that I appreciate enough, but I also want certain people to appreciate it, but not everybody just to be like, oh, that's that's that guy who likes this YouTuber, this whatever, oh, and all that. Our podcast is. Uh, Rare somewhat, enough. Somewhat niche. Yeah, so only so many folks will get it. All right. If you guys design the merch, then we'll also steal it from you and steal the profits. That's correct. So thanks, loyal fans. Send it to uh, <coughs> our company email at 2% at gmail.com. Yeah. And remember, it's T-W-O percent sign at gmail.com. And that is at, as in the at symbol with the circle around the A, G. That's shift two for all you QWERTY users out there. Ah, the classic. And, and then there's a G. And then male, not like M-A-L-E, like the, uh, you know, gender, but... Because uh, we love women here at 2%. We do. The M-A-I-L, like male room, you know, like Jack Black. And then he went to the island and was a huge person. And that's called Gulliver's Travels. Have you ever seen that movie? redone it used to be an animated movie also a book but jack black did the most recent uh incarnation of said story probably not the most recent incarnation to be fair you think there's another one after it i don't know about a movie but there was definitely another retelling of gulliver's travels after since that movie came out probably when did that movie come out like 2009 i was gonna say 11 11 interesting i don't know though uh, I'll have you know that if you hear any sort of buzzing, as in, like, type of machinery that's uh, military jets flying over, 
Route 66 patrol. That's how it be, you know. America's got shady going on. I will say that Jack Black has a YouTube channel now. He does. I haven't watched it, but uh, I hear a lot of good things. There's nothing to see. Oh, he, really? He, uh, from what I understand is he still only has two videos on his channel. Doesn't have... Oh. And one of them is the video where he says, I'm making a YouTube channel, and I'm going to start posting on this YouTube channel. And then the second video is him celebrating a million subscribers. Oh. And that's it. Really? That's that's the whole YouTube channel. I thought channel. there'd be a lot of fun, cool stuff going on. Well, it's also allegedly supposed to be a gaming channel. That sounds that sounds good. I like that. The potential is high. Is it, though? I don't really care too much for Jack Black. Really? I've, I've seen him in nothing that amused me except for really Kung Fu Panda. And even then, I don't think that has anything to do with Jack Black. I think that could have been any one. Oh. Well, I appreciate Jack Black, and I've seen him in a lot of different things that, you know... Like Nacho Libre, that was a good one. School of Rock, <coughs> I like that one. Mm-hmm. He's doing a lot of stuff now, like the house with the clock in its walls, uh, R.L. Stein oh, stuff. That, that, that flopped. He's still doing stuff, is my point. It's the thing about being an actor, right? It doesn't matter how well your movie does. You still have to get paid up because you get paid up front. So if your movie is a fucking failure, you still get paid big bucks. Because yeah, if you're a big guy. Are well known such as Jack Black is then they're gonna be like oh Jack Black needs money to be in this movie because he won't do it if we don't give it to him and then pow pow moolah <clears throat> yep it's just the Golden Globes you know you were watching them I was not watching them I just I looked at the results afterwards post post showing do people get awards at that show yeah the Golden Globes the Golden Globe Awards yeah what do they win stuff for movies wow it's like the Oscars but I don't know why it exists. Did Jack Black get one? Or is this separate? N- no, I was just uh, thinking of that. Oh. Anything exciting happen? Anybody I mean, Spider-Man win? Into the Spider-Verse won the best uh, animated movie. I'm glad. Very deservedly so. Did well, you see it? Uh, yeah, I saw it. I saw it with Nabil. It's a great movie. Really good movie. Well animated. I watched a lot of like analysis videos on the animation afterwards. Wow. You're into that analysis, huh? Right. I, I, kind of, I like You like to analyze I like to analyze things sometimes mm. I like to look at it and be like Hmm Interesting <laughs> Interesting Like this sand we're looking at You see that? You see that sand? I see it I wouldn't call that sand I would call that dust See that? See? That's analysis right there <laughs> You looked at it And then you made a well, Little observation guy yeah. I'll put this on my YouTube channel I better see a view from LJ Valor, even though you can't look at who viewed your video on YouTube. I'm going to comment viewed by LJ Valor. All right, good. Which video? The one when I upload my dust versus sand analysis. Oh, okay. I like that. Is it going to be called dust versus sand analysis? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it'll be a misleading title. Are you the kind of guy who puts his uh, captions, or not captions, but titles in all caps? I've been known to do that. Mm, I see. One of those people. What? 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 I didn't say anything. I'm not. Oh, okay. Um, listen, I love all titled people, whether it's in caps or not caps, whether there's, you know, a variation of them and sporadic, which kind of hurts your eyes, but it's cool. I love entitled people. Entitled people? Yeah. Legitimately? No. That oh. was just a joke. Ah. I would I'd play a soundboard thing right now, but it's not available. Where is it? Where is it? Hold on. Ah, oh, there we go. Uh, 
Get it, guys? A little callback. Callback. That's a throwback. I don't think... Do you think anyone knows what that means? For their dedicated listeners, they know what that means. All right. I, I think there's at least one out there who remembers... Hopefully. Do you think they go back and listen and try to find out, like, what we're referencing? Here's the thing. Yeah, that's what I... That's See... Because I've been inspired to do that in the past, right? Where it's like someone will be like, oh, that's a running gag on my channel or whatever. And then I go and try to figure out. I don't even like look up the recent video. I just Google like what videos is from and then I watch the video or whatever. Interesting. We have some, we have some running guys. Yeah. Our whole intro sequence was all just, I mean, it was, okay, that's the thing. Is it really a running gag if it's your intro? Whoa. What? Whoa. Whoa, indeed. Meme. Emem. No, more like ewoo. Ooh woo. Ooh woo. <laughs> Do you want to explain what just happened or you just want to leave that? Uh, I was just looking at a, a sign, signage, a graphic. Okay. And it said meme upside down. It's kind of weird. Wow. Not really that entertaining. I love when we talk about or look at things or react to things that only we can see. Because it really, it really pulls the listener in, you know? It really makes them feel included. You guys feel like you're here? I feel like I'm here. I feel... Am I here? Are we here? What are we? Who knows? Ayo. That little pause was for you to really sit in the moment and react. And if you didn't take that time, then you missed it. And now we're back to speaking. If you... If you... Here's the thing. I really loved hearing this. I don't know who said this, but it was like... People don't have any time to be bored anymore. Interesting. People don't like, have any time to be bored anymore. Like, we're constantly filling every spare moment we have with, like... We have this, like, idea in our heads that we always have to be busy, right? We always have to be doing something, filling our time with something. Right. Like, even if we just have, like, ten minutes, you want to put, like... Or if you're, like, driving somewhere, you have to have music on. If you want to... If you're, like... Whatever it is, you have to be doing something else. You can't just be satisfied with, like, doing nothing or doing something meaningless, right? So... Yeah. No one can just sit around and be bored anymore. Like people who have to wait for stuff at like restaurants or, you know, if they're waiting to pick up like food at a restaurant or if it's like, okay, she'll be with you shortly or just like waiting for a small portion of time. People would meet like pull out their phones and do something. Exactly. And I like to sit there and be like, I am an impressionable youth who does not use their phone constantly and look at me and then no one does because they're all on their phones. Exactly. And then it takes me 20 minutes to get my pie. And Pizza pie. No, it's key lime actually. Oh, that's okay though. Sorry. We'll get it next time. But the point, and I was saying in that is, I was going to say like, so if you checked your phone to see if something went wrong in that like ten seconds we gave you to like reflect, that's because you don't have time to be bored. Oh snap! Well, I mean, if you think about it, people aren't listening to this just to listen to this. They're doing something else while they're listening to this. That or they're doing it because they don't because they just want to be like. Hey, guys they're either driving or i know josh runs when he listens to this uh or call out hey josh yeah hey josh Mm -hmm. (laughs) or Uh uh-oh someone just got shot oh my gosh dang dude it's rough out here in these it's route 66 is a scary ass place listen i thought it was like some cute little tourism guy cars painted it all wrong But anyways, uh, or they're on their phone, like, checking apps or, like, maybe doing homework or something. If you're doing homework, the answer to number 17 is D. Is it a multiple choice? Yes. Okay. If it's not a multiple choice, it's still D, and you're wrong. 
<laughs> so I'm even, sorry if you're doing even that. Even if it's like a vocab fill-in? Yeah, it's D. It's D. It's just D. It's just D. And if it actually is like a place to fill in words, I hope you go back and create your own alphanumeric code where like you label each word with like a letter or something and then you just like write D in the blank. That's some dedication. For us. Do it for us. Yeah. For us. Because you care about us. Maybe. But you don't is the reality of it. The only the re- only reason they have to care about us is because they're getting something out of this relationship. Audio. We're, yeah. I was going to say entertainment, but I was like, eh, audio is a more <laughs> accurate description. I mean, if they find it entertaining, then maybe it is. I just want to make a PSA right here, right now. That means public service announcement. Thank you. Get your pet spayed or neutered, everyone. You think so? I think so. You don't want your pets having children, so then you can I, sell them for more money? And- I, I, I've seen the puppy mill in action. My cousin kind of runs a puppy mill now. I don't like the word puppy mill. That well, sounds you're a little... Not, you're not meant to like it. It's <laughs> definitely meant to be pejorative, and it's definitely meant to make you think twice about what you're doing and what you're saying. Hmm. So, <laughs> anyway, she runs a puppy mill, and it's like, it's very unhealthy practice. Even though you seem like you love these dogs or whatever, you're making an animal... Just, I don't even want to go into this because I know that I'm just going to get criticized for it anyway because that's what my life is, just getting yelled at for something I didn't do. But the point is, get your pets spayed or neutered. Interesting. You never had any pets. I had some fish. Since I know you. Um, no, that's because my sister's allergic to cats and the other one's allergic to fur. And also, we're, like, all gone throughout the day. I mean, technically now, because, like... You know, Brian's like schedule differs from everybody's, and it you know we're all back and forth all over the place. I guess we could like possibly have a pet, but it's like you know for a long time like we were all just out of the house for so long. But really, the allergy thing was the main. Uh, that was a big one right there, obviously. So, but I do want one when I'm older, though for sure. Unless like my wife had an allergy, that'd be rough. Or like. My kids got an allergy, right? Because, like, my dad had, like, a fur allergy, so it could do some classic genetic stuff and, you know, hit my kids with it. Who knows? Maybe we'll have, like, a thing in the future where we can just be like, oh, no more allergicness to fur. I don't know. I think we already have that. You think we have that? I think we have that. I think we know how to do that. I don't know if we've actually done it yet. Interesting. Medicine is going to just... That's not even medicine at that point. That's like... Medical technology, I mean. Like, yeah. bi- bi- biology, technology. Moral of the story is... Uh, advancements in human stuff... going to go wild when I'm an adult. Just because, like, year... You know what I mean? Like, it's... Because if I'm 18 right now, and when I have kids... I don't know, I'll be, like, 40-something... That's, like, a lot of years. Even just, like, ten decades is just, like... Ten decades? Not ten decades. I mean, a decade. Ten years. Just a decade. Like, when I'm 28, like, technology in terms of, like, medicine and biological, like, vaccines and all that kind of stuff is just going to pop off. You know? But, like... Or the 22 years for me being 40 or whatever. 40-something, so... You know? 29, whatever you want to, wherever you want to place me at my age, whether I'm 47 or 40 or 
somewhere. Who I, knows? I've advocated for this theory for a while about like the te- te- technological plateau. Okay. Where it's like, if you look at it, really, like, here's like the deal. We had like human. So happened on Earth, right? And we had the agricultural revolution. And then that's how all our societies were structured until for a long-ass time. Like, so so it's like trow of, like, humanity, humanity trying to figure shit out. And then, boom, agricultural revolution. And then, blah, 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 we're just going at, like, the agricultural level for very long. And then, boom, industrial revolution. And then we just continued at that rate for a long-ass time. And now I would argue that we're in, like, the technological revolution. Okay. And I think very soon we're going to hit that trowel again where we kind of have, like, peaked everything that we are going to do for a little while. Until I think the next revolution will probably be, like, the space revolution. You know, I have thought about that. Like, I look at, you know, I look at stuff online and I see, like, little comparison pictures and it's, like, phones or, like, cars and, you know, like, then-now kind of stuff for a bunch of different things from uh, just all sorts of, like, technological just advancements in general and then i look at like spacecrafts they show spacecrafts at the end and it's like the exact same picture and i'm like yeah we really have sort of like staggered on that front a little bit but to go with your whole plateau thing i did hear about like a thing where like humans like will destroy themselves because we plateau like it's some sort of like we just stop like evolving like mentally and with all our advancements that it like ruins us and that's all i remember I only know little stuff. I say I only I only have little bits of knowledge, and then I stop knowing them, having it. No, I don't have the follow through. I can't follow through. It's like a swing, right? I'll stop at the ball, and then I won't swing through and golf. You know how it'd be. All you golf players out there, hey yo! Shout out to Josh Perna. No. That was the joke, but it was actually just still the same Josh that you called out earlier. Oh, we like that Josh. But he, he runs. He's a big runner boy. Don't tell me who I like. I never told you who... Oh, did I say we? Yeah. Well, you do now. All right. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for listening. He's getting a lot of love today. Should we call out some other people? Or should we just keep this... This this be like for Josh's episode. This will be Josh's episode. All right, Josh. What do you think Josh would want us to talk about? I don't know. He's a big... He likes Naruto a lot. I'm going to be <laughs> honest with you. Josh, you're a freaking nerd. <laughs> That's okay. It's fine. It's okay to be a nerd. That's coming from one of the biggest nerds there is. So. That's true. You're a you're a fat nerd, dude. Okay, that made it seem like you're insulting my weight. Well, I meant like fat as in like... You your ner- fat? Your ner- you no. Fat? No, your nerdiness is hefty is what I'm saying. Thinks I'm fat. Okay, don't don't misconstrue my words. What is this? I'm a very normal weight. All you right? must have been listening to a lot of people practice the same tactic on you, pal. All right, you need to calm down. Here's the thing, though. Because I know that you wouldn't do this to me. Here's the thing: when I do it, though, it's for joking. When when people other people do it, though, it's for real. And the fact that people just don't understand that I don't know man <laughs> it's just it's just like just take a deep breath you know I think people don't do that a lot 
People forget to take deep breaths. Really? It's not even like... I'm not even like coming at you from a place of being like the most composed person of all time or like a place of moral superiority or anything like that. I think that's the trap that people fall into even more frequently than the one that I'm going to like answer in a second. Where it's like, if someone gives you advice, you're automatically assuming they think they're better than you. No. Advice is about shared knowledge. Yes. And it's like... Oh my God. Just because I think something or, or I have an idea... And I want to share it with you because I think it will help you or improve you in some way. doesn't mean that I think I'm superior to you in any way. And in fact, it's mostly just like an open invitation for you to like share advice with me is all of that it, that it really is in the end. I connect with that on such a spiritual level. It's not even because I'll often just like say things and be like, this is like, this might help you. Like, because the reason I have to preface it every single time I'm like, uh, I'm going to I'm going to tell you something and you can listen to it or you don't have to. Because, like, you'll probably think, like, I'm being, like, pretentious or something or I know more. But, like, this is just what I think. And, like, you know, maybe open discourse, question mark. (laughs) And then I, like, say it and it is what it is. Yeah, but, but, okay, and another tangent before I go back to my original point for all this is that even if I say all this, like, here's the thing. What I say today doesn't matter tomorrow. And I don't know if that's a common saying, but I just made that shit up and it's so fucking true. Like, even, like, if I see something you don't like right now, and, like, or that you don't agree with or whatever, and then you just choose to forget it, tomorrow it's pointless. Whereas if, like, I see something that you do like or that you agree with, then you can just choose to make it important for as long as you want. That's correct. So, (coughs) where in reality they should be have the same weight and be weighed equally. Mm. So when I tell you something, I don't, I'm not going to change my mind the, the next day, you know? Like, so when I tell you, like, if I'm giving you this preface right now about, like, this is how I think about advice and stuff like that, and then I give you advice within the next week, it's highly unlikely that my opinion on advice has changed in that time, you know? So all of a sudden now, because I said this, go back to, like, a week from now, oh, you're lecturing me, and you're like, just, no, you know? It's very simple. I mean, that's, like, a lot of time, because people get angry at, like, certain things that, like, they do or, like, that's, like, said, and then tomorrow they kind of just, like, blow it off because they realize it's not that important. Yeah. Right? Like, it's so interesting. Like, with happy stuff, you compartmentalize it a different way. Because when something good is, like, said to you or happens, you you mentally compartmentalize it into, like, a nice feeling of, like, memory, but when you're angry about stuff, it becomes, like... You you physically it's a lot more potent. Yeah, and it's it's more physical in your body when it comes to like releasing it and whatnot. Yeah. Well, also, there's two types of people in this world, right? Those who want to fix and those who want to forgive. Like, Interesting. I haven't heard that before. I I haven't heard any of this before, but I'm on I'm on a roll right now. So, please continue but, rolling. Like the, the hill is long. Yeah. Well, I like that. So like, <laughs> well, that was good. But <laughs> like um. <clears throat> So the point is that, like, if you, like, are seeking a resolution, people are going to get hurt, right? Like, if you have a problem and you want to resolve it, someone has something has to change, something has to give. It doesn't just go back to being good right away. It has to be effort and time taken care of and things evaluated. But then people get hurt. And people think that you want them to change and people think all these negative things with it, right? But, whereas if you just go, I'm sorry... 
or the other person just goes, I'm sorry, and you agree to accept their apology, nothing changes, but people can be happy with themselves instantaneously, right? Yep. And that's, and that's really two schools of thought. It's this crazy thing called being the bigger person. Exactly. <laughs> I know. I understand that. But when you're doing that, you're just, you're the only one that's making the sacrifice. Yeah. 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 I don't know if that's healthy. Is it? Probably not. But for the sake of happiness, where does it lie? Yours or theirs? That's the thing. Because, like, you have to decide how how much is anything worth to you is the other thing you need to think about, right? <clears throat> it's like... It's like I'm, I'm sacrificing my overall, like, my... I don't know the best way to phrase this, but, like, my problem-solving, like juices it's like because you can only make so much compromise in your life right like you can't just give everything like right because no one wants to be the one that's always giving right Right. so how much can i give to get short-term happiness like in resolving these problems of just being the one that's like saying i'm sorry being the bigger person or whatever it is before that amount that you're giving outweighs the short-term happiness gains from those problems I don't know. Sometimes you do it just so, like, the other person doesn't continuously, like, berate you with things that they think you've done wrong when the situation in, in reality is, like, different. But, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, you, although, like, maybe the rate of happiness isn't, like, large, <coughs> like, the rate of getting back to neutrality is what's the desired goal. Yeah. That's true. But who who doth know? This guy kind of heavy. I was expecting to have a little little fun guy. Well, here's the. Do you want to not continue? this? No, I do want to continue. I'm, I'm just no. saying because you were telling me earlier, like people liked our our Woody podcast, and I'm like, yeah, that's because we were like talking about light fun, fun stuff. But no, keep going. I do like this a lot. Well, I, well, hold on. No, I forgot what I was gonna say. My bad. That's okay. Um, shit. Oh right, I was like. Because if you're the one that's always doing the giving, right, then that becomes status quo. Mm. So then they get used to it. The other per- like, whoever it is that you're trying, like, not even if it's just one person that you build that rapport with, but if you are constantly the one that's giving, then you get that. That becomes a part of you. That becomes your reputation. And people right? expect that. Yeah, and then they expect it. And then, and then they don't think it's anything when you do it. They don't think it's worth anything when it happens. Not even that. But then they don't ever think that you'll ever try to do be, be the other type of person that's a resolver, you know? Mm-hmm. Where in reality... Because then when you bring up a problem with them, they're like... They immediately shut it down. Exactly. They're like, no, that's... Like, what? They don't even take it seriously because they're like, that's just not who you are and this isn't... This is fake. This isn't real. Like, they can't change their mindset like that. Mm-hmm. And this is because you started from the very beginning being the giver and being the sorry person. So even though it's like you're getting these short-term goals, I think, from being the forgiver, I think being the resolver is what pays off best in the long run. And that takes work. Yeah, exactly. But being the resolver is fucking just as hard as being the giver in the end. Yeah. Well, the thing about being the giver is... You don't have to rely on the other person to also put in the effort. Exactly. And but when you're the resolver, you it takes have the other, to. Yes, yeah, the other person. It has takes to the other have, person, and you don't know if they're gonna commit uh, like you will, and that's what's scary. That's spicy. That's true. That's true. 
that's yeah that's that's really the point that's i think that's exactly like because anyone can do anything you know that stupid statement but not anyone can convince anybody else to do anything yep people are so steadfast in their ideals it's that's the thing i think that's also the fallacy that like people are open to compromise i don't think anyone really is Because it's a lot easier to say that you are than to actually be. And that goes for everything. Because when you're stubborn, you don't have to do anything. You can just stay there. Like, me? It doesn't require Right, like, I openly admit it. Like, my stubbornness. I've done it multiple times. And it's not like... But whereas, like, when you're actually stubborn and you, like, frame yourself as someone who's so like open to everything and just wants to solve problems and all this stuff it's I think worse than being someone who's stubborn and just openly admitting it mm. question yeah do you think that people listening to this conversation will ref- try to put themselves into this yeah like maybe reflect upon it a little bit or they'll just be like mm, yes, yes 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 like they'll agree and they'll listen but will they reflect upon themselves well, because I think that's what it. I have two schools of thought on that, right? Okay. One, it's like, <clears throat> again, why are they listening to this? Like we talked about, like earlier. Mm. It's like, if they're listening this to this just because it's like, because they care about us as people. Yeah. Or like, or they know us or whatever, which is like ninety nine percent of everything. Right. Yeah. Then they're gonna try to like keep inserting themselves into it and trying to find where they fit into that narrative we're just describing. Oh, you think like that we're talking about them? In yeah. A way? Exactly. Oh, true. And. Whereas, if they're listening to it because they just want to, like, hear what we have to say and whatnot, then maybe there's a chance that they'll just take what we're saying and reflect on it personally, as opposed to trying to insert themselves into our narratives. Interesting. But I can't say for certain. I agree with that. I definitely... There you go. Hmm. Because that's the other thing. I feel like I'm talking in a way that seems, like, grandiose and, like, reflecting on society and stuff like that. And it just goes back to that thing where it's like, oh, you just think that you're so knowledgeable. No. You're just figuring stuff out. Yeah, I don't think that I... This is not me saying, I know this and this is the way that it is. I'm just saying, from my experiences and from what I'm thinking in this... We're just trying to figure it out. Yeah, on this Route 66 right now, this is what I'm sharing with you. And you can take it or leave it. Yeah. It's very simple. Because I think everyone, when someone, they listen to someone say stuff like this, it's like they're trying to push an agenda on another person or they're trying to, they're saying no. it for other people. Yeah. It's like, I'm saying it for me. Like, that's the thing. I, the way I talk, a lot of people uh, think I talk very like guidance counselor-like or I talk like I'm very like philosophical and stuff. Mm. And like, I'll agree with that. That's true. I do that. But I think it, the problem stems from the fact that people think I'm egotistical when I do it. Like, it adds to my ego. And I think that I know stuff, and that's why I talk so, like, uh-huh, mm-hmm, yes, quite, kind of, in a kind of way. And then I'm doing it towards other people more so than, like, for me. And because I just like saying it to people, because I'm, like, you know, I like to connect with people more so than I'm talking at someone instead of just talking to someone, you know what I mean? So, yeah, people often don't like to be belittled and I think that's such an aggressive trait that they take it into stuff like this like for instance you were talking about the people who know us and they're going to insert themselves in this narrative and they're going to be like oh well 
you know, they're saying that and they mean to put me here and, well, I'm not this way and, like, blah, blah, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's such in a sense of, oh, they're just acting so entitled and they don't really know, like, you know, how we, can, blah, 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 blah. You get my point. Yeah. But, good example. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> Would you rather get your butthole waxed or your nipples waxed? Probably my nipples. What about you? Well, I want to get my butthole waxed. Mm. So I I try it. I definitely do it one time. Yeah, because there's a lot of mess down there that could be resolved. I feel like if it was just a lot. You do, isn't there a thing called like like that? There's a, like a laser removal that like it doesn't grow <clears throat> back. I have heard of that. However, I heard that can be not the best because heat and lasers and and other things. I don't know. There's there's always consequences of those medical things. Mm. Disturbing nature. That's true. Humans build things that just like go against like nature all the time. It's crazy. Nature's like, uh, don't, don't do that. And humans are like, ah, I'm going to. Yep. So that's kind of cool, I guess. We're all, we're just rebels, dude. We just don't give it, man. That goes back to your whole, like, BoJack Horseman. We're all cynical mother truckers who, like, do nice things to seem happy, but something, something. I know, that's a whole other issue, but... Well, you want to do an exercise with me? Okay. All right, try to think of one opinion that you had that was changed within, like, the last, like, couple months. One opinion I had that was changed in the last couple months. God. See, the problem with that is, like, I mean, it's, it's, I, want, I really want to, like, take time to reflect on it and really think of the issue so I could, like, explain it to you. But in terms of, like, this podcast, like, we can't just sit here and, like, wait for me to think. Well, I'll do mine while you think of yours. Okay. <clears throat> so, I I thought for a very long time that kind of, like, the humans are the dominant, like, peoples of this earth. And that kind of is what entitles us to make it our resource. And that all things that can't compete with us are, therefore, to be used by us as we see fit. And I think that a lot of things are changing that view now because not only is it like, I think the re but the reason that I think that it's changing, which I think is a lot more important than what it's changing to is because like, I realize that that comes from a place of like, that thought comes from a place of like entitlement right and that when you say that no matter if it's true or whatever you think it's right it's wrong whatever it's just like it just comes from a place of people that thinking that it's like a disgusting thought and maybe that says something about like your willingness to compromise your like ideals for societal acceptance or whatnot but i think that the value in being a contrarian no matter how true it is to what you believe is so low that, like, ideas that stem from that place are, like, 
so foolish to try to hold on to and to value and to tout as your own. Mm. Did you think of anything? I did. All right. So, I was recently in a play, um, and I was an actor. So, and aka in a play. Well, yeah, but some people are part of the crew. Oh. And that's what I'm talking about. So, like, originally, as an observer of plays, you always... You look at the actors. The actors are the one portraying the piece, right? Mm. You're you're the one... There's They're the ones giving you, like, who you're watching and giving you the entertainment and, like, story and stuff you're seeking. Um, and you're the ones, like, you know, theater specifically, right? And uh, they're the ones who you graduate afterwards. Congratulate. Congratulate. <laughs> Congratulate afterwards. Thanks. Um, and so then I was in this play, and it made me realize, like, how little the actors, like, actually matter. Mm. Like, as much as they're, like, the face of the production, we're, you know, so unimportant to getting it done. Like, we're, we know our lines, and we show up, and, and we're there, and we say them. But, like, you know, the lighting, like, the sound, like, the set design, like, the blocking, and, like, all that stuff. Like, we are just, like, literal, like, pawns that don't do, like... You know what I mean? So, it sounds, like, pretentious that I, like, thought that. But at the same time, like, I wasn't in it. So, I, I, did, I never really got it until I was in the show. But, like, the show does not go on without, like... And, and, like, the crew members who, like, move all the, the set pieces and, like, you know, make the transitions, like, smooth and stuff. And Like, I was just there. They're just, like, go here and, like, say this and, like, move when you say this line and, like, fall this sort of way and stuff. So that was an opinion that changed in the last month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, when I saw Way Miz, it was, like, the most impressive stuff about it was, like, the, like, like some of this like the background transitions and like because it's like a professional thing right where like 100 tickets are hundreds of dollars and it's like all right, this stuff yeah. and, and it's just, a big theater too yeah it's huge <clears throat> so like this like watching the set pieces move and like the backgrounds transition and all that stuff was like probably the most impressive part obviously like, the music and stuff was amazing also and like being able to sing and act at the same time is impressive but i was just blown away by some of like the technical stuff going on in the background I um, the probably the biggest production I've ever seen was Wicked in London. Of course, I don't. I was young, so I never really cared about the name of the theater that it was at. But it was insane, like just the way they had like the set. They were all British too, obviously, so that just made it more aesthetic. <clears throat> Sorry, but uh, they had this like giant circle I don't even know how to describe it but yeah it just like adds to it so much more than you would like think initially or I guess I did at least um the problem with that show was that it was the second day so we we flew in to London right um with our little EF tour guys and whatnot and then me and the boys I was staying with in the room we stayed up all night because we were just, you know, so excited boys to be there be and stuff. Boys. And so then we were, I was, we were all so tired. We were just falling asleep wherever we could. And we were doing stuff that day, right? So we were like continuously exhausting ourselves, even though we didn't have any more like energy. So we were 
you know, when we were on the bus, moving place to place, we were sleeping. When we had a second to sit down, we were sleeping. During the play, I was in and out. I saw the whole play, but I was just constantly, like, falling in and out, like, so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was <clears> halftime, <throat> right? Um, intermission. Intermission. And I thought the show was over because I had, like, fallen asleep when it happened. <laughs> and so I got up with my bag, like, really fast and stood there ready to leave. And no one was doing anything. And I was like, okay, I'll just sit back down and fall asleep until I get, we get told to leave. And then I wake up again, and the play's going on, uh, like, in, like, the second act. And I was like, bruh. Um, and so, great play. I loved it. I just, like, it was already so hard for me to grasp that, the, like, the further and further I get away from that memory, it's, like, harder to remember because I was so tired. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Oh, man. Well... Ten minutes. Ten minutes. That went by pretty fast. Yeah, I guess. The whole, the hill is long. The hill is long. You know, I honestly, as much as I like that, I should have said the hill is steep. Because then you roll faster. But I wasn't trying to roll faster. I was trying to roll for, for an extended period okay, of time. So that was I guess. Best, thank I you. Think. I appreciate it. That was good. Hey, caramba. I poppy con queso. Yeah, I can say things too. Oh, okay. Ooh, kill him. Bibbity yeah. boppity boo. You know, your mama belong in a zoo. Oh, okay. That was I like that little little hint you just gave them there. Oh. Do they know what hint that is? Do any does anyone know anything? I or, don't know. Do they even remember like any portion we, of the podcast before now? Are we gonna be the ones that win our own contest? Do we have a contest? What's our contest? All those contests we thought at the beginning about making merch and guessing the quote and all that. Oh. Well, we can't really win when we're the ones who set them up and know the answer. But the sure merch we thing can. we can win. We can win the merch thing. We can win everything. America the beautiful. You know. That reminds me of a movie with Kevin Spacey in it, and it's called American Beauty, and I saw it in psych class, not psych class, philosophy class. It was in 10th grade, Roma Jagdish, beautiful teacher woman, and uh, yeah, that's what you just said reminded me of. Everyone watch Casablanca. That's my advice. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, watch it. I haven't seen it, but Tommy told me about it, and it sounds really, really good. You should still watch it. Josh, if you haven't seen it, watch it, Josh. Watch it, Josh. LJ, also watch it. Okay. It's only an hour and 42 minutes. Oh, that's pretty good. A lot of movies are quite long nowadays. Especially old movies nowadays, but, like, Birth of a Nation is, like, three hours something long. Really? Yeah. Well, interesting. Birth of a Nation, you know? Isn't that about the KKK and stuff? Yeah. Well, it was also, like, the most successful movie for a really long, 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 long time. Really? Why is that? Like... The story, the cinematography, like what made it? I don't know. It was just successful. Oh. Probably because it was long. And back then, people wanted to, like, feel like they were getting value out of their mm. experiences. Right. And they were probably amazed at the length. They are like, whoa. Wow. This is a camera recording all of this. <laughs> the first, like, I don't know if this was the first movie, but it was a train leaving a station. Wow. Yeah. And it was, like, sort of coming at the, the screen or the camera a little bit, right? Because yeah. it was on the side. And everyone was like, ooh, spooky. Yeah. And everyone jumped when they saw it because they obviously, you know, 
moving pictures. Yeah, there was like a similar thing with like, like when horror movies first came about. <coughs> it was Gosh, like, when, do you know when that was? Like, uh, uh, I think like the late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. Okay, good. So, like, <clears throat> maybe later than that. Witches and stuff were still yeah, popping, but not, but not even that. It's just like, because there wasn't that idea that like. Obviously, people knew, like, the stories were fictional, but there wasn't that idea that, like, it couldn't be recreated in the real world, you know? Because mm-hmm. back then, like, kind of everything was inspired by, like, real stuff. Right. So, people thought, like, monsters and stuff were, like, real when they saw it in the theaters, and it was like, whoa. And they got screwed. <clears throat> Actually, now that I think about it, it's probably more like the 19, like, 30s or 40s. Really? Maybe, I think. That's kind of recent. That's, Are you sure? Dude, that's like 80 years ago. I know, but I mean, like, in terms of, like... That's probably before your grandfather was born. No. The 30s? It depends, if we're being specific. Mm-hmm. But, um... Well, I don't know. In terms of, like, film industry... Like, you're saying horror movies didn't exist before then? Before the 30s? Well, with, like, fictional monsters and stuff? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Time is time is whack. So I could. That's still pretty recent. And I, you know, although well, eighty years ago, that's yeah, still someone's I mean, life recent. I mean, a billion years ago is recent in terms of like. Yeah, but I mean, like that's like someone's life. Someone can recall that time kind of recent. Well, you know yeah, mean? someone can recall recall a time when you didn't pay for water too. I don't pay for water. Yes, you do. I steal it. I'm a thief. <sighs> A lot of places don't make you pay for water unless it's bottled. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or that's jugs from a store or anything like that. Or your city water, you pay for that. <clears throat> like All I'm you... saying is that drinking bottled water is as bad as a pregnant woman smoking. Thank you, that video from Miss Mahoney's class. Guys, polar bears are dying. But also they'll drowning. go out of their way to drowning. Oh, drowning, dang it. Drowning. You ever seen that Vine where I think designers like or whatever his like nope noises, and then a guy's like the, pol- the polar bears are dying. Ice ice caps are melting. I've like seen that. well, he does it behind him. Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> Sounds dumb. It's pretty good. All right, we have three minutes left. Oh heck! Pretty much. What what are you what's your, what are you most looking forward to in two thousand nineteen? What's three things? Um, graduation. Uh, road trip. Uh, seeing Josh at IY. <laughs> That's for you, Josh. <laughs> All right, go. Three things I'm most excited for. Well, also road trip. Um, find out who my college roommate is. Ooh, and are you gonna do one of the little texty guys uh, where you kind of interview each other? Uh, we didn't do that, but I just submitted a survey where it's like, this is what I want. Mm, Give okay. it to me. And uh, my third one is meeting you, Josh. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! I guess we'll have to. We'll stop by his house. We will not be stopping by Josh's house. All right. Well, then we'll, that's cool. I'll meet him some other way. Okay. Just like it'll happen in public spontaneously. It would just have to be at the same place at the same time. What if he's your college roommate? He's not going to be your college. Roommate. I was going to say that seems unlikely. Listen, <sighs> truth is stranger than fiction. Who said that? I don't know. A lot of people. <laughs> That's when, that's when you go, me, Nibba. That's when you do Yeah, that. I know. <laughs> but it wasn't that time. So. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't, 
can't plagiarize or, or take claim, take credit to something that was not mine. I feel like no video games are going to come out this year, and that makes me sad. Like, last year there was, like, so many games where I was like, yes, I just cannot wait for this to happen. Now there's nothing I care about. Well, I don't really know how the video game, you know, market turnout works, so I believe you. A lot of people care about Final Fantasy, though. That came out, that's coming out in, like, a couple days. Okay, but you're not, a, you're not into that? No, not Final Fantasy, I meant Kingdom Hearts. Ah, Disney. Disney. Disney with also Final Fantasy making a baby. Yeah. Yeah. The Keyblade. That's all. And Mickey dressed. And they're all dressed as like, you know, Squire, Knight type stuff. Things. Maybe? I don't think they have that. I know they're dressed in some fancy little clothes. They have... I think some of them have their normal outfits on. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure Goofy and Donald just wear their normal clothes. Oh, that's not as good. I totally thought they wore some like little... a certain percentage of the game, they're just wearing the normal clothes. So... Is it like a continuation of like a Final Fantasy story then? If it's well, no, that's the Kingdom Hearts. This is Kingdom Hearts three. So, all right. The main point is, if you had to guess how long Goofy's penis was, what would you say? How tall is he? I don't know. Like, uh, you've seen the guy in the park. You've seen Goofy around. Gosh, you're right. He's pretty tall. I don't know, man. How can you really tell? I mean, he's tall, so Intuition? obviously it's big. Intuition. But how big? How how girthy? Ooh. Probably this girthy. Definitely hairy. For sure. He's a dog. Yeah. But does he... I'm saying I don't think he trims it was the point of that. Obviously not. He's a dog. Yeah, but I mean, he's also... He's also sentient, sentient. as... All right, yeah. fair enough. Listen, who knows, man? I'm just a monkey, but I'm sentient. What kind of societal, like, expectations do they have for, you know, their, you know, trimming All I'm rules? is I hope Minnie gets bikini waxes. <laughs> No, you want to press it. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey's babies. 